try to lead a gang and she brought a nigga back. I fell asleep at 2 a.m. and woke up to a trap. Now it's 7 in the morning, I got a flight to catch. Now a nigga in the A, I got to bust some moves. Bought a North Face jacket and my son some shoes. Ride my bike in the morning, I never watch the news. I got to stay focused, I got so much to do. No management, no label too. If I lost it all today, can I stay with you? I kind of doubt that. I got my clout back. I'm about to cop a Bofo 2 stock, golden black. Cop a house in Twin Peaks and I'm owning that. It's just a dream right now, but I'm doing that. For real. House in the hills, tucked off, no phone reception. I just like the thrill, counting up while I smoke the best. Watermelon juice, riding bikes with my latest chick. I don't do the clubs that often, I got a check to get. I might take the bitch to get some food, no extra shit. Take it to the crib, go crazy, then I exit quit. There's so much money on my schedule, bitch, I got a dip. Bust down green juice online, looking for a whip. Alright, we'll fade that shit out right now. That is Organic Watermelon Juice by the homie Larry June off his new album, Very Peaceful. Big shout-outs to him. Once again, it's your host, the man with the plan, the asthmatic Aztec, mixtape Mayan, Mario Caballero, a.k.a. Di Puro Caballero, because this is the Puro Caballero Show. It's all we do, all day. Checking in on you. It's been a minute. A lot has happened. It is Right now we're recording it. It is uh, December the 19th. It's been a little bit over a month since we last checked in with you guys, man. And um, uh, yeah, that's on me. That's 100% on me. Shit's been happening, man. A lot of shit's been popping in um, since uh, we recorded episode 42 and put that out. But yeah, this is episode 43. And uh, yeah, we're just going to... Keep it on moving. Um, pretty much the main reason why I haven't gotten uh, back in touch with you guys and, and recorded another episode is, uh, you know, been busy with a lot of personal shit away from, uh, um, you know, away from the mic. Um, yeah, I got a, I guess a change in the, the uh, I guess pretty much my, my old job is done with and right now I've just been on the prowl, on the lookout, so, it's been dealing with a lot of that shit, so, uh, yeah, your boy is, at the moment, a fun employee, so, fun times, um, yeah, just figuring all that shit out, and, uh, trying to not be all depressed, and, uh, sad, and down about all that shit, trying to get myself mentally in a good place, been, uh, still keeping working out, that's been helping me out a bit, and, uh, cause, like, in the past, I'm, like, really, I don't know, when I don't have something definitive with, like, a date or, like, a time where I need to be, like, I could just, like, fuck around and just start, like, slacking. Like, that's just, it's been my MO. Um, but if I have, like, a task at hand, then, I'm, you know, it might be about the buzzer, but I'm going to get it done. I'm going to be there. So that's kind of, like, where I'm at now. Just uh, trying to fight that, that laziness and trying to be productive as possible. And it's tough. It's tough for me. Like when I like my apartments or my rooms or whatever where I've lived before, it's like kind of my sanctuary to just like not give a fuck and just start just chilling out and relaxing. But uh, yeah, now that I'm spending a lot of time more at home and stuff like that, I I can't can't keep that same mentality, uh, that uh, like same energy and all that stuff. So yeah, it's been it's been tough on my part just to 
moving forward got some support from some few folks so i appreciate the the good words um and some of my old uh co-workers and stuff like that um but yeah still uh still knocking on doors and sending them apps everywhere and that shit's frustrating as fuck, man, because it's just like a lot of times they don't get back to you even if it's like they move on and found somebody or if they just eliminated you. Like, it's, so it's just a big guessing game. So just throwing apps around everywhere. Trying to play as many places as possible and shit like that. Because uh, I guess like the work that I do is just not necessarily specific to certain types of like fields. So it's like, or the work that I have done, because I've kind of done a bunch of different type of shit. And yeah. I don't know, man. I'm kind of at the point where I just want to just start put more effort into my creative work and then just doing that and then having just something as like a day job because working in like the whole meat grinder of this whole rat race and, and everything that I've been a part of is just, I don't know, like where I want to be and where I can be, it's not, it's not conducive to that as much. I feel, I feel like if, uh, yeah, like the... The range of outcomes might be less, but I think the um, I might not maximize my potential. If that makes sense. It's kind of why I'm doing this shit too. I mean, this is mostly like this therapy for me. Just kind of get shit off my chest. And uh, there's a lot of times I just be talking to myself, man, and just get the the thoughts be circulating and bubbling and bubbling. But yeah, it's just a lot of shit on my mind, man, recently. And I don't know, I don't always want to be on this show if it's not, like, something I always 100% want to do. And uh, I don't want it to be considered, like, an obligation. But um, I guess at this point, it's more of a creative outlet. So, yeah, I guess I wasn't in the right frame of mind to kind of come on and talk about these things. But now I think I'm, I'm chilling right now. But, uh, yeah, trying to do a good job of, like, budgeting shit and not doing as much that I might do. I'm trying. I don't know if I'm going to succeed in per se. So I'm just racking up shit on my credit card, which I had work to get down. So that's going to be popping up probably in the next, you know, whatever. But, um, yeah, man, pretty much I think like a week and a half after we did the last show, that's when uh, I was let go. So, um, like the week after Thanksgiving holiday, it's like on a Thursday too. It's just like, what the hell? Super random. But, um. Yeah, it took some time kind of to myself and all that stuff, but, uh, um, yeah, kind of, I guess that first week, that first weekend especially, I just kind of let myself go and just, like, make myself be in a good spot mentally, and kind of got through it, got it, got over it, and then since then, it's just kind of been fighting that lazy bug, so that's been, uh, that's been my challenge, it's like day to day. Yeah, finding a purpose and just, just going for it, but you know. The other thing too is it's like it's like when I get when I get lazy with that shit, I get lazy with everything else. So it's like everything falls off, or most of everything. The going to the gym part is the one thing I've been trying to be consistent with. Eating has been so so, especially right right when I first got let go. I've been trying to eat better the last couple two weeks or so, and uh, not eat as much fried shit. Not going out to, you know, all that stuff. But then at the same time, I'm trying to budget too. So it's like the the the, the shit that's crappiest for you is also like a lot of times the cheapest. So um, sucks. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's it's kind of got that was the rut that I was in the last couple of times that I've uh, been in kind of in between jobs or whatever. It's just uh, 
trying to be consistent with the being in shape, especially because in the past I'd, I was uh, there's been times where I've, I have had uh, gym memberships and there's times when I've have and I I haven't had gym memberships. So at least I have one right now at the moment, and uh, that's uh, it's very useful for me. So my goal was to get try to find something before Christmas, but now the fucking clock's ticking because it's got less than a week now. So <clears throat> yeah, by January that's gonna that's like my tight tight deadlines. Um, gonna start trying to pick up little side gigs here and there and looking for that shit. But um, yeah, that's kind of the plan. It's kind of the mission. It sucks too, cause I mean. It sucks because I'm going to have to move, but it's good because I'm in a good position. Because my, my apartment, my room is, is month to month. So I can, uh, once I find something and I got something that's closer, that that can work. Uh, ideally, I'd like to lo- to work somewhere closer into town. Just so I could try to get some of that comedy shit and hit the open mics. Because that's another thing that I've just been lazy about. Just kind of blending over. I still haven't really worked on my bits as much as I need to. And yeah. You just need to hit the open mics and then just, just be that. That I think is one of my creative outlets that I want to go towards, move forward with. And the other one, too, is just, I think I'm just going to start really investing some money into trying to get some legit DJ equipment myself because, um, well, I need a new laptop for sure. My screen cracked uh, a few months ago when I went on a plane flight back home. And uh, so I need a new laptop, get some decks, get a Serato, start off there. And uh, work my way up, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of kind of another creative outlet that I think I'm gonna try to pursue more. Those two things, I think in 2019, those are gonna be my goals: is to keep just doubling down on the shit that I do like, and uh, keep it pushing, keep it moving, pretty much. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, man, I'm looking at my like uh, fucking topic list, and there's like a fucking shit ton of things on here, so. I'm gonna try to do my best to try to kind of go through them, but you know this shit might be a long one. I'm just warning you right fucking now. It might be a long one, but yeah, I guess if we move back, uh, yeah, I didn't, I haven't started, didn't even talk about Thanksgiving at all. Turkey Day. I had had this part a little re- recorded, and then literally on that day, on that Thursday, they let me go, so I was like, fuck it, I'm gonna do it over. But yeah, Turkey Day was cool. Christmas is already fucking less than a week away. That's so crazy, man. It was nice though. Got got to go back on my mom and my dad's side, which is usually the mo. It was funny this year because um, um, my mom's side it was way smaller than uh, than my dad's side. Typically is because there's just less people. But this year my uncle and his his wife weren't there. My aunt, um, and then my other aunt and uh, her family, her husband and two kids, uh, two babies. They uh. They didn't make it up from San Diego, so it was me, my sister, my brother, mom and dad, my grandma, my uncle, Eddie, his wife Liz, and uh, their kid, baby Alexander, which is fun. It was, uh, he's a cute little kid, man. He's got a big old dome, just like his dad. <laughs> we give him shit about it all the time, man. He's just like, uh. He's going to have a good core strength and good leg strength <laughs> holding that sucker up, <laughs> waddling around. Um, yeah, he's a cute little kid. You see him dance to Baby Shark and all that stuff, man. Baby Shark running the hood, man. It's running everywhere. All the kids, they go crazy. 
I bet you if you walk into like a Target and you put that shit on the intercom, you probably get a ton of little kids going going ape shit. <laughs> I'll say Toys R Us, but that shit don't exist no more. So I don't know where do kids get toys, man. It's fucking. You go to the Amazon store. It's like nah, it's not. It's not the same, man. It's, that shit is not the same. Ugh, I feel sorry for these kids, man. They didn't grow up in the best best times, man. Best of times. Um. Yeah, it's all subjective. Eh, whatever. At least we didn't have fucking polio and all this other shit. Yeah, at least we had we got vaccinated. Uh, whatever. Whatever. But yeah, next day I went over to my uh, my dad's side of the family. That shit was fun. That was uh, there's a lot of us there. And uh, man, tamales, turkey, everything, all so good. Mac and cheese, green bean casseroles, like. Uh, Oh, mashed potatoes and gravy. Oh, man, all that good shit. All that good shit. A lot of rice and beans, too. You know, Mexican Thanksgiving. And, yeah, listen, the crazy thing that was on uh, the menu this year was we had some hot Cheeto tamales that uh, my uh, cousin cooked up. And I wasn't really too super high on those, to be honest with you. It kind of, I don't know, it's kind of weird. I've seen people put uh, make them with, like, the uh, nacho cheese on top. And... I don't know. That's that's too much. That's three much for me. That's, you're going too far right there. Um, but yeah, it was the hot Cheetos ones because it's like anything that's like corn ba- corn based. You can make the masa from. So like my cousin, he's a um, a legit like chef. Like uh, does like catering business. He used to work for the the uh, AT&T Park for the San Francisco Giants play as well as Candlestick. Not Candle. Well, he did do Candlestick. I think the last few years they were there, and then the new stadiums in Santa Clara, Levi Stadium. So yeah, he would he would he used to work for them. Now he's doing his own catering business on the side. Um, also, my cousin who he's been working on the edible business later, but that's like a little side project. And but yeah, he's like the best chef that I personally know. Um, and he's amazing, amazing cook. I had a bunch of meals from him. It's fucking delicious. Um, he's the type of guy that if you give him like ten ingredients, he'll whip that shit up like uh, Top Chef style, like right there. Just like. He'll do the math in his head and make an equation and figure it out. It's <laughs> something delicious. And, yeah, man, that's, uh, uh, he, yeah, he made the, the tamales, so I trust him, like, with anything. And he, if he can't make it, like, to a point where I like it, I like it then I don't think it's for me. And that's kind of where I'm at with that. But, yeah. Uh, another thing I really noticed, man, it's, like, so funny, like, seeing my family, especially my dad's side of the family, and, like, seeing, like, their reaction to drinking versus smoking because there's like one moment <laughs> in the party probably about like an hour or two in when i since i like when i got there when the, like, there was about like 10 of us 10 12 of us that all got up left the party walked over to because it was at one of my aunt's house my new house and uh, uh my other aunt my other cousins live all like a few blocks away so we like <laughs> left the party walked and like just went over there to just go burn for a second for about like maybe like a half hour or so and uh it was hilarious because we were like all in the garage and then like everybody in the garage was gone it's like what the fuck just happened <laughs> it was like exodus so yeah we're all like kicking it back talking shit and all that stuff but uh yeah it's just it's just really funny just seeing like the, the social acceptance to people getting like just so many times butt driving drunk driving like bad shit man it's just like it's just uh it's just like part of the part of whatever right and then 
We're about to join in front of somebody and it's just like all hell broke loose. <laughs> Although shit's a lot different than it used to be, to be honest with you. It's still, uh, it's still that, that shit just caught my attention. So that was funny. Also got to uh, go back, see my little brother play some basketball games, which is fun. Um, he's played a bunch more since then. It's, uh, yeah, like takes me back in the day. Trying to remember back when I was his age, and I'm just, like seeing all like the the people like his age, like in in the class. And I'm like, God damn, used to think like everything was so important back then, and now you just realize like high school wasn't. It was cool, but it was or like it could be cool at times, but it was it wasn't shit really. Like <laughs> it's such a small like window and sliver of time in your life that like you just when you're in it, it's just like the most important thing, obviously. But then when you're outside of it, you're like, wow, like. I put a lot of stock into this shit. It's just, it's kind of weird. It's kind of, I don't know, different. Seeing, so like, taking a look at all the, like, little cheerleader girls and seeing which ones my little brother might be <laughs> in a talk game to and shit like that. Nah, kind of, it's kind of like me, man. Kind of, like, shy with that shit. Kind of to ourselves. Um, get real bashful, I guess, sometimes around people. Around uh, people we attracted to. At least I am, I'd say. And I, I think it's probably the similar, similar for him. But I think, like, generationally, it's probably, I think that's, like, kind of, like, a, a more real thing where it's, like, the real interactions with people are, like, super more awkward. But the online world versions of, of yourself is, like, where people kind of are more comfortable communicating with. Because I see my little brother Snapchatting, like, the same... 15, 20 people, like, every day when I'm back home, and he's just, like, sending the most ridiculous things. It's, like, not even, not ridiculous, but it's just, like, mundane shit. And it's, like, things that you would normally send via text, they just do it via Snapchat, pretty much. And it's just, like, they just do the thing where they take a picture of themselves, but it's, like, a two-second picture with, like, a caption, but they really just want to get the caption. They don't give a fuck about the picture. It's, like, weird. I don't know. It's weird. It's different. But uh, it's a little shit that I notice. And, uh, yeah, and I guess another thing, too, is, like, I guess my parents were telling me that my little brother, when he was, like, taking his date out to, uh, to prom or whatever last year, is, like, more interested in hanging out with his homies than he was <laughs> any of the, the chicks that were there, which is fun. I don't give a damn, but, uh, it's just, like, funny, just, like, the, I kind of feel that way, too, um, sometimes. I don't know. My generation is still kind of old enough that we can remember a world outside of that shit but I think like people who are like younger than me by like a, a couple years they just they don't know that world necessarily like I remember the world before the iPhone 1 and some people don't <laughs> so like that's that's kind of crazy man that's just that's just life man just keep it moving that's just fucking life Anyway, yeah, man, I'm just getting fucking old, too. That's just, like, the, the gist of it, man. Another year around the sun. It's a blessing. Gotta count them. Anyway, we'll keep it moving. Moving and grooving. Moving and grooving. Uh, another reason I guess I wanted to fucking start doing that, uh, start spinning and shit, start getting into just, like, shopping the music and shit. Just, I had a good time last weekend. Shout out to Mark. Marky Mark. He's a homie, me, him, going to be working on a revamped logo for this uh, podcast. So, shout-outs to him. Uh, we'll get that that uh, up and moving shortly. And then we'll get the, the fresh launch 
put a website together, put uh, the socials, get that shit all correct. Because uh, we're going to try to get the 2019 relaunch and shit like that and keep it up and fresh and up and moving. Uh, if you haven't noticed, got new recording equipment too, so that's uh, it's up and moving. Got to get a couple mics and a couple more mics because right now it's just more of a, just a handy recorder. And yeah. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Anyway. Oh yeah, last weekend. Last weekend we had the hol- they had a little holiday party get together. Uh, my boy Mark likes to throw every year. So that shit was fun. We got to play some music. Uh, VJ and Frank, they came through with the tunes. And uh, we're having a good time. I was fucking up, man, at the beginning of the party. I like... Um, Man, I don't know what it was. I was just getting like sauced like quickly. I started. I took a couple quick shots and then I was like sipping on a beer. Put the beer on the table was where we had like where we had the speaker set up where we were just playing some shit off the aux cable. And then fucking Frank shows up. He brings his uh um his decks over, his uh, like pioneers or whatever. And uh, he's like setting up. And as I like, give him dap, I like knock over the beer that is set up on the table. Like so I was like, oh fuck! So I smash one beer. About, like, 15 minutes later, a few more people come. They're taking shots or whatever. They're all about to, like, cheers it up. I'm, like, pouring. I got another beer and was, like, just set it up, put my lime and shit in there, put a little salt or whatever. And was about to, like, turn from, like, the counter into, like, the um, the island in the kitchen or the table in the kitchen. And as I'm turning, I hold the beer by the neck. Fucking condensation on the beer gets like my hand all slippery and the motherfucker slipped out of my hand again. So I'm like, God damn it! I'm like dropping shit. I'm break, uh, like fucking the f- opening lines, the white lines, man. Fucking broken glass everywhere. There weren't people pissing on the corners. People did really care, but you know what I'm saying. You know what the fuck I'm saying. Uh, so yeah, just spilling bottles, just like party fouls left and right, and I'm just like trying to clean up and doing all that shit and just feeling like shitty. And then like. Yeah, more people started coming. We started playing and play some BP, and then all they're like, they're all spinning. I was like, all right, let me spin some. So I started spinning. I get some good song selection now. I'm playing some hip hop and shit. Playing some new stuff. Playing some some old stuff people fucks with. Some uh, some hypey shit. Some too short, you know, like shit people can all like fucking uh, uh, gig to and shit like that. People can fucking. Uh, Sing the words to and stuff like that. Start mixing in some like uh, some sicko mode and some new shit. And man, I got the party bumping a little bit. This shit was popping. People were all giving me props, giving me compliments. Like damn, bro, killing it. Uh, got everybody to go fucking dumb to Mo Bamba, which was fucking dope. Cause it's like you gotta. It's like a time bomb. You gotta be be ready to like know when to use it. It's like one of those like specialty weapons in a video game, so you can only use it once or some shit. And you can't like. You gotta be, you gotta like time it out right, and I think I dropped it at a pretty good time, like get the party. But uh, yeah, man, I started flexing at that point, man. I was like dropping some like fucking um like uh some like Latin music and shit like that, and I was dropping like Latrona on them. <laughs> I got like three black chicks that were dancing on the dance floor. <laughs> that was a funny moment. That shit was cool. Oh man, freaking Mark, man, Mark's funny. He had this like uh um. Uh, his camera snapping pictures of everybody and shit, and he was just, oh man, just like trying to get everybody to pose all night and shit. Oh, it was, it was funny. It was a fun time, man. I always have a good time partying with them, uh, some of his roommates and all them. 
Uh, let's see. Yeah, but that was that was cool. So I'm gonna try to actually go spin with the uh, Frank a little later today, just uh, for the fucks of it. We may or may not go to that uh um uh, LA gives back three night or whatever that's going on tonight. That like all the party crews put together, ham on everything, brownies and lemonade, restless nights, um, space yacht, and uh, there's a couple others. At uh, Catch One, which is FKA, formerly known as Union Club Union, but um, yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll link up. We're gonna so that's that's one of my focuses, focus, foci, focuses, focuses, focuses for uh, twenty nineteen. Get on the motherfucking decks. Start playing some motherfucking music, some tunes. Yeah. What else did I drop? Did I drop Blueface? Who else did I fucking play? Um, I think I dropped somebody. June on a... Uh, fuck. All Black, maybe? Migos. Mm. Oh, uh, Vince Staples. I think I dropped some Schoolboy Q. You know, usual. Kendrick, I know I dropped Humble or some something from Kendrick. You know, you know. Could drop some mix. I think YG. I think play some YG. But yeah, I mixed it up. Played a little old school, played a little new school. It's fun time. Fun, fun, fucking time. But yeah, man. Anyway, last few weeks, seen a few people play, which was cool. A couple shows. That uh that night. I got let go, actually, <laughs> that Thursday. I was just like, fuck it, let's go ham. Went to the Kenny Beat show, which was fun. Got to see a lot of fools perform. Max O'Cream was there. Chuck English showed up. I actually said what's up to him one time. I snuck back to the VIP section, grabbed a couple of beers, and the fool was like, oh, man, there's beers back here? I'm like, yeah, man, in the corner. And uh, I was like, oh, shit, man, it's I just, like, recognized him in a second. I was like, oh, you fucking Chuck, right? He's like, yeah, bro. It's like, fuck the use of MySpace days, bro. What's up? Came back, gave me dap. I was cool. I was cool. Uh, All Black. Shout out to All Black. Saw him. Said what's up to him after the show. Me and my homies were helping out in the, the merchandise booth area. Just chilling out there. But, uh, oh, man, it was uh, good times. Good, good times. We were... Uh, uh, I was getting soused, man. <laughs> I stole like three or four beers from the back and like was just pounding them. And then that shit all caught up to me like right when we left the venue. Ended up yanking outside of VJ's car. Oh my God, it was nasty. If you follow the homie Eris at uh, Sira Sounds, S-I-R-A Sounds on Instagram. Yeah, that motherfucker put a picture of me and shit like that. I appreciate the no tag because that was a bad moment, but that was it's a ridiculous photo. <laughs> Ridiculous fucking photo. I can't believe I did that shit. Oh, man. Yeah. And then just came to the next morning just in the back of his fucking car, just in the fetal position, <laughs> like shivering, trying to figure out what the fuck happened. Yeah, I fucked that up. I fucked that one up. <laughs> it was a fun-ass time, though. What can I say? What the fuck can I say, man? Uh, I needed that. I needed that for sure. I needed that outlet. But yeah. Kenny's sick. I fucked with him. I also got to see Larry June show uh, last week. Not this past Sunday, but the one before. So that was fun. 
Uh, got to see him play his new album pretty much. A couple of the old shit too. Uh, some of, he has a couple couple albums that came out recently, in the last few months. So play most of the shit off of there. Shout out to the homie. Um, I want to call him Donnie Smacks. That's his fucking IG name and shit. Um, or his fucking... Uh, <laughs> how the fuck am I blanking? Holy shit. Holy fucking shit. Um, Dante. Fucking Dante. The homie Dante. Why am I blanking on his name? I'm like, Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, no, I met up with that fool. And uh, yeah, we went to go see that show. So that was cool. That dude's chill as fuck, man. Larry's Larry's legit, man. I think Larry's Larry's like uh, just a chill ass dude. I think he's like about his shit and just like no nonsense. And so, as like an artist, you like to see that shit. The dude puts in a good amount of work and he's got his own lane and kills the ad libs. He's just got his like slow, chilled out, like uh, mellow type flow a lot of times. And then he'll he'll jump on like tough ass beats though, so, and he'll he'll switch it up. He's like kind of got that off. Sometimes we'll get the off kilter flow, the little, like, not on like one. He's like one beat off, like on four, like he's on one. If that makes sense. Like he's like, uh, um, like one one beat off, sometimes. But he, he can switch up his flows and shit. So he has like his mellow, chill shit, kind of like what I played before. And then he's got his like trap, just like heavier type shit too, which is cool. Which is cool. I like that. I like that. Uh, people can be multifaceted or kind of come with different different little vibes depending on what's up, what part of the album or what type of album or project you're working on. So that's cool. He was dope. Brought his little uh, little dog on stage. And yeah, had a good time. Small little crowd, it was cool. Little little small Sunday show. And yeah, man, that's uh, yeah, I guess that's kind of my wrap up in the music shit recently. Um, yeah, I guess that's most of everything. I got keep it moving, man. It's already we're already fucking thirty minutes into this shit. All right, there's been a lot of fucking moving and grooving in uh, the sports world the last month. There's been a lot of shit that's happened. It's like the the news cycle is just so insane. It just keeps churning shit out. So, yeah, Kareem Hunt scenario happened where the video of him beating the crap out of chick or whatever. Or not beating the crap out of... I don't want to say beat the crap, but got physical with this uh, this woman was uh, berating him and shit like that. That video got released, and he ended up getting uh, let go from the team from Kansas City. So they've been down there, a star running back, since, uh, what's it been, two or three weeks now? Something like that. They're still putting up a good amount of points, man, so they're still, still doing it. Um, but who knows if that's going to come to... Um, it's hard to even think about that, but, like, that obviously has got to affect them and how they're going to perform moving on towards the season. Right now, they're at 10-3 and or 11-3, and and uh, they're tied for the division with the L.A. Chargers. Uh, the Chargers are right now in the wild card spot just because Kansas City has the head-to-head matchup against them, but I think they play one more time this season, or like the division record, something like that. So there's only two weeks left, so it's still uh, still dicey out there. 
see what could happen. So that's that's fucking crazy. That's that's uh changed the the picture a bit in the AFC. And you got uh, what freaking the uh, um, New England Patriots. They're kind of coming back to earth. They fell. They lost a couple games in a row. And uh, Steelers been losing a little bit. The Texans finally ended their their long winning streak, but they're still uh, they're still up there. Let's see. Let's see here. <laughs> see the playoff standings. Also, the Rams have been coming uh, coming back to earth. They've been getting scored on a lot recently, a fucking lot right now. Let's see here. Let's see who's still alive. But things have been kind of coming back to the pack. I would say a little bit in the AFCs, or in just the AFC in total. As this fucking NFL.com website don't want to fucking load. Here we go. Yep. So, Chiefs are in the one spot. Texans right now in two. 11-3 versus 10-4. and four. Ravens, that's the other team that's been uh, stepping up right now in the AFC North. They're at 8-6, and, and they've been... Not doing too bad with Lamar Jackson out there, to be honest with you. That dude's kind of running the show. Uh, needs to get more consistent, obviously, with his throws. His throws on the run, I think, need to get better. Because it's like, when you're that type of quarterback, you don't necessarily need to have, be the best pocket passer. But if you can throw on the run and run for yards yourself, then that shit is lethal. Because then you can scheme against stuff like that. You can run like... I already run a lot of zone options, read option stuff uh, for him. But if you can run that stuff and then have like uh, a throw to the tight end on the backside or a double read where you have two wide receivers coming on crossing routes, stuff like that, like you can get really inventive and creative um, if you can throw it that accurate. But Lamar, he's been doing well for them. Uh, they got a W against the the Raiders recently. So Ravens 8-6, and six, Pats at 9-5. Chargers at eleven and three, and then the Steelers are at eight five and one. They're the other wild card team. Now Steelers really had a chance last week to uh, um, a couple weeks ago. I think they they dropped the game. Beat the Patriots though last week, which was fun. Always like that. So they're in the in that sixth spot as of the moment. Um, it's funny that the only two teams that have clinched uh, Chiefs and the Chargers. So they're both of them making the playoffs. Everybody else is still up in the air, technically. So there's a couple teams still in the hunt. Colts, they could sneak in. Titans, they can sneak in. They're both at 8-6. and six. And these two teams need some help. The Dolphins at 7-7. Seven seven. The Browns at 6-7-1 and one can still win the North. If they win out and the Steelers, no, I'm saying the Ravens drop two. That's what they need. Because they'd be at 8-7-1, the Ravens would be at 8-8. Eight eight. That's how they would get it. Or if the Steelers don't. Uh, the Steelers need to lose, lose two. Uh, yeah, anyway. It's crazy. It's fucking crazy. NFC's uh, pretty pretty close too, man. Saints still got that one seed. They ended up catching the Rams a couple weeks ago. Had that good win over them. 12-2 versus 11-3. Both uh, teams clinched. 
their divisions. Um, and yeah, the other teams going right now. Let's see. Third seeded Bears, 10 and 4. Fourth seeded Cowboys at 8 and 6. That pisses me off so much, man. How the fuck are the Cow uh, Cowboys going to make the playoffs, man? The NFC East is just like ridiculous, man. Redskins are running away with it. Alex Smith snaps his leg in half, and then the division becomes wide open, like immediately. And Amari Cooper just becomes a fucking superstar out of nowhere, not dropping any more passes like he was in Oakland. Man, like I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get that. Did he quit on the team? Did he? I don't know. Just doesn't talk to anybody. Super quiet. It's hard to tell. Hard to fucking tell, man. That shit pisses me off, man. So I'm like, been actively rooting for the Cowboys to lose, and they're just fucking out of spite. They keep goddamn winning. So uh, the Eagles have just been kind of so-so. They're at seven and seven, and so are the Redskins seven and seven. But no, the fucking Redskins, man. They, Alex Smith goes down. They sign. They move up Mark Sanchez. He just does like shit, and I think gets hurt also. They bring in Josh Johnson, and he gets a win for them last week, so they're still alive. But Josh Johnson, come on, couldn't make the Raiders team this off season. It was like six or seven years in between starts for him in the NFL. It was some insane number. But yeah, Redskins. They're uh, they're a weird bunch. Adrian Peterson still running the rock like crazy. Mm. <laughs> Let's see here. Fifth seed to Seahawks eight and six, and Vikings seven six and one as the sixth seed at the moment. Teams still alive: Eagles, Redskins, like I said, and the Panthers at six and eight, and they're at like the edge of it, man. At the Cam Newton hurt is has had a bum shoulder. So he's not going to play next week, which is going to fuck me up because he's my quarterback in my fantasy league, which I'm in my championship round. And so now I got to put flat, uh, Jackson in or somebody. I got to pick somebody up. I got to go look at that shit after I'm done with recording this. But, yeah, that's uh, that's where I'm at with that. So it's like Cam Newton has done pretty well for me all, all year. And I just need, a, just need one more. One more victory to get that W so I can talk the most shit on everybody. His little brother, man, failed to make it to the championship game. What a what a sad uh, sad realization there. With the brothers Caviero couldn't have all Caviero championship there, and my uh, cousin's fantasy league, the uh, Fidel's fantastic league. Yeah, I gotta play this King Nick dude, which I should win, but I don't want to put anything like that out there you know what I'm saying ugh not good I need to pick up somebody who did I drop um, anyway hmm who do I go with do I go with Josh Allen against New England mm, Foles against Houston Josh Johnson on here. Nick Mullins, man, that's not good. Yeah, I'll pick up Josh Allen for the fuck of it. 
Did I have to drop somebody? Why did I have to drop somebody? Let's see Cam. Cam's done. Might as well drop him. All right. We got Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. I got two running quarterbacks. I got I got a white dude and I got a black dude. And then both of them can run. And let's see. Target Marquette. All right. They're both averaging about the same amount of points. So Lamar's playing the Chargers. Allen's playing the Patriots. I got a feeling that Lamar against the Chargers might be a better bet. Hmm. 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 Uh, the last wide receiver. How did you do last week, Renner? Seven points. It's not bad. What else do I have? Don't have very many running uh, wide receivers. No one. Dang. Yeah, DJ, you didn't do very good last week. I don't know who to play. Anyway, losing everybody. Losing everybody in this goddamn conversation. The, uh... Yeah, I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. Don't even know. I'm lost. Fantasy. That's what happens. Woo! Alright, back to my notes. Oh, yeah, Mike McCarthy got canned from the Packers. That was, uh... Kind of it felt like a long time coming, but at the same time, still a bit of a shock. I mean, a dude who won a Super Bowl is like no longer coach of the NFL. But how much of that do you give him credit versus the rest of the staff versus his players versus the GM and all that shit? I mean, they had like Charles Woodson, Clay Matthews, AJ Hawk, Aaron Rodgers, um, Jordy Nelson, James Jones, Randall Cobb. Like, they had some dudes back then. There's some fucking dudes. Hunter Michael Finley. Brian Balaga. I think he's still on the team. Uh, somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah, they had some hogs, man. They had some 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 players. So, see if that uh, continues. BJ Raji under him. So, he's gone. See what happens there. See if Aaron Rodgers sticks around in Green Bay. If he's just done with the whole let me play in the small market type thing hang out in Wisconsin yeah what else happened uh, Gruden and Carr were jawing at each other on the sidelines a few weeks back I think they're playing Arizona and that shit did not look good did not look very good they're yelling at each other Did they did end up winning the game and they have won some games recently which is like I don't know I don't care that, like, uh, it's like it's 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 sad when you got people rooting for people to lose. It's uh, it's not anything that I want to particularly root for, but I'm not upset when they. At this point, it's just like we already know our lot. We're gonna be top ten pick, top five pick. Now we can intentionally tank it and try to get down to a top three pick or something like that. But, yeah, I don't know what the fuck the, the reasoning is. Yeah, they beat the, the Cardinals 23-21 on the 18th of November. The next game, they lost the Ravens 34-17. That was kind of a shellacking. I mean, 
Um, towards the end, first half was all right. Game that I wasn't too mad about was the 40-33 loss to the Chiefs, um, December 2nd. And that, was, uh, that wasn't too bad. Like, only lost by seven. I think they kicked a field goal at the end to make it a seven-point game. They're, they hung tough with that team. Freaking Mahomes is insane, man. Just annoying to see him in Kansas City. They did beat the Steelers, though, the next week, and that was fun to see, actually. I'm not mad at that. Kind of ruining uh, Pittsburgh's season at that point. That was a very back-and-forth, very close, tight one, 24-21. Juju Smith-Suster got that touchdown, and uh, that was a, yeah, that was a, a very close one. Did lose to the Bengals last week, 30-16, to but... What do you want to do? So they got Broncos Monday night. This is going to be the last home game in Oakland, I'm assuming. If I had a better bet on it, this is probably going to be it. Monday night. It's going to be a sad one. I have to drink my sorrows away thinking about my team. Nomadic-ass Raiders. Oh, boy. Last home game in Oakland. What a shithole stadium. It's our shithole stadium. Piss in the trough. All that stuff, man. It's going to be a few years before that place is gone. Probably be for the better. Yeah, Oracle's already going to be just a concert venue. Because they're uh, moving across the bay to SF. Across the water. Across the bridge. Yeah, and then Raiders at Kansas City are the end of the season, so... That's it, and that's that. So, season almost over. And then the playoffs start, and then the fun stuff comes. Uh, if you're an NFL fan, it's when the real football comes out. Everything's on the line. Yeah, let's see. What else did we have? Oh, Bills and Jags were fighting each other a few weeks ago. Seahawks were staying alive. Hugh Jackson gone. Browns are shitting on him. Baker Mayfield is like, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Colin Gallagher talking shit on Baker Mayfield. And then fucking uh, uh, Bill Burr going on Colin Gallagher last week was the fucking best. Oh, my God. Phil put him in his place so hard. So fucking hard. That shit was... If you haven't seen that shit, you got to watch that. That was so fucking hilarious. He's like, well, you give me credit for being a tough guy. And he's like, no, I fucking don't. <laughs> <laughs> you're fucking wrong. <laughs> you don't stand up here being fucking wrong all the time. What the hell, man? Oh, it's hilarious. Just giving him shit about his huge desk and stuff like that. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. You gotta watch that shit. Y'all, y'all have to see that. That was, that was fucking good. That was classic. Cowards a bullhard, man. That's how I, that's how I feel about that dude. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, Broncos were hanging around another done. Colts. It looks like they could sneak in, man. They've been on fire recently. Ebron has been torching fools. Luck. Um, yeah, man. T.Y. Marlon Mack. They look good. They got a good line now. That Nelson dude, that guard. The fucking beast. He's just trucking fools. Uh, creating lanes and all that stuff. Pretty crazy. Yeah, Texans keep on rolling. Like I was saying, Deshaun Watson, he's been really, really good for them all year. All year. 
Another funny thing, I guess, in football, real quick. I know everyone's talking about that KC and the Rams classic that happened. Damn, it's been a month, man. It's all this, all my fucking notes, all this shit. It's so funny. He was like, what, two weeks later, we had Chicago and Minnesota, and it was like the complete opposite. I think it was like nine to six or something like that. So, so if you like offense, you got something. If you like defense, you got something too. All right, we'll switch. We'll switch topics, man. Let's go over to the hard court. I have to talk about this, even though it happened weeks ago, that Dwight Howard saga about his that whole shit, um, where there was some, what, um, transsexual uh, person who was, uh, Dwight apparently was attracted to, had DM, had relationships with, apparently was being threatened by his pastor, or an ex-pastor, or something like that, uh, from physical altercations and then so this person comes out on Twitter basically airing the grievances of everything of what happened uh, if anything came out or whatever so like she's this person is uh, basically saying that like Dwight is like on the low with that shit and that apparently he was uh, with another um, uh, transsexual um, person of the night or whatever in Atlanta, and that that relationship apparently got out, or there were some lies or something to that effect, uh, and so they didn't want to see each other no more, or something like that, and like the shit went south, and um, yeah, basically like she was uh, shit talking Dwight, saying that he fucking just likes it up the ass, but he's like a six eleven bottom or something like that, and like oh my god, that shit was insane. Fucking six eleven bottom. I was just like, oh my god, <laughs> that is fucking gold, man. Oh god, I just, I really hope these some comedians are like eating, is eating that shit up, man. I really, I really fucking hope they did, man. But uh, yeah, man. I mean, this isn't unprecedented from like the in the rumor mill for for professional athletes. I want to say there was a rumor that Tim Duncan and his wife eventually divorced because. He apparently liked butt stuff, and she did not like butt uh, butt stuff, and he wanted butt stuff from men or whatever, and she wasn't comfortable with that. And so I think that was like the rumor that that's why they divorced, but I don't know if that's true or not. It doesn't seem that far-fetched. You know, Tim Duncan's a very, you know, let's, you know, for the good of the team type of person, so <laughs> you could see him uh, not, uh, he's uh, somebody who's been, uh, willing to take in people from open arms from different backgrounds and different experiences so I wouldn't uh, put it past him to be that way real quiet real mellow down on the low if he likes that shit good for him man good for fucking him the funny thing though about the Dwight Howard saga though is hilarious is that he's been out like this season for like groin and fucking buttocks injuries and shit I was like you can't write that shit up dude it's like the motherfucker gets outed for being uh, a closeted bisexual or, or, or gay person. <laughs> and he's at the same time, he's out because of butt shit. Because <laughs> his fucking ass is ripped apart. <laughs> you can't fucking... Oh, like he just sprained... Pulled a butt muscle or whatever. But you get... You know what I'm saying. You fucking... You all fucking know what I'm saying, man. There's, gonna, there's, some, there's some shit to there. There's some shit there. Somebody can put that shit into Warcrafted fucking uh, joke. Somebody's got to do it. It ain't gonna be. It ain't gonna be them. I'll fucking do it. I don't give a shit. I need to put that down. I'll write that one down. Uh, 
Let's see. Yeah, damn, this is old. Uh, yeah, Markel Fultz, man, got shut down. He's out now. That whole saga about, like, are they going to trade him? Are they not going to trade him now? I think he fired his trainer who was helping him out. He's, yeah, I don't fucking know. He's got, like, thoracic outlet syndrome or some shit where it's, like, he's got pain every time, like, his the shooting, he goes through a shooting motion, and so what happens is you try to avoid the pain, so you try to move your, your motion, like, very, you know, so you don't go through that same path, pathway that causes that pain, so your body just, like, not even with, you know, you trying to do it, it just adjusts, so he's got that shit going on with his shoulder, so that's crazy, man, number one pick to, like, who knows, who knows what's gonna happen, who the hell knows what's gonna happen, um, let's see here. Derek Fisher, Lone Shark. That was crazy. So. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, he loaned Legal Loan Shark Shop, pretty much. <sighs> predatory lender. Let's see, 12 hours ago from The Guardian. Let's see what you got. I'm not a predatory lender. Ah. <laughs> uh. He's an executive at Luxury Asset Capital. Oh, man. Jesus. Mm. Damn. So, yeah. Oh, he's a Sparks head coach, too. That's right. It was revealed last week the five-time NBA champion former coach of the Knicks is joining Luxury Asset Capital, a boutique lender, and posh pawnbroker for clients who are loaded but not liquid. The company is launching a sports entertainment division that seeks to woo athletes, offering short-term loans of about 50000 to $5 million, using assets such as contracts, pensions, cars, watches, fine art, and jewelry as collateral. Another former NBA player, Baron Davis, scorned Fisher's decision to become an executive vice president of the firm. Athletes going broke. Let's make money off that, he wrote on Twitter. <laughs> if Derek Fisher sold us out in the CBA, now he's selling us out again. Athletes going broke. <laughs> Let's make money off of that. Ooh, yeah. Jesus. 78, 78, this is a 2009 Sports Illustrator article. 78% of former NFL players after two years of retirement have gone bankrupt or under financial stress because of joblessness or divorce. Within five years of retirement, an estimated 60% of former NBA players are broke. Numerous retired MLB, MLB players have been similarly ruined. Yeah, see, a lot of uh, catch up players took high interest loans during the NFL's work stoppage in 2011. Yeah, everybody's everybody's a lot of a lot of athletes have gone broke. It's just like the lifestyle and the spending. Mm. Yeah, man, predatory loans and shit like that. So. Yeah, Derek Fisher, he got voted unanimously to be removed as a representative of the NBA Players Association. Like, you, everybody was like, fuck this guy, he sold us out after the uh, um, um, the lockout occurred uh, a couple years back, 2012 or whatever. So, that was insane. That was fucking crazy. Um yeah man <laughs> so so don't fucking uh look at that shit if uh you're looking to get some money lent to you don't uh don't go there don't go to Derek Fisher man 
Let's see here. Oh, yeah, Sacramento Kings, man. They still balling. Last time we checked in with you, they were balling. Now we're checking in with you. They're still balling. That's what the fuck I'm talking about, baby. That is what the fuck I'm talking about. So they got a game against the Thunder tonight. They've been doing well for themselves, man. They've been doing well. I very much like it. Uh, what the hell is their record? They are 16-14, two games above 500. This is so amazing. And we get to uh, January with the 500 record, man. That's This is like, I, ca I cannot remember the last time that happened. I think it might be like 12 years ago the last time I've seen this happen. So this is just, this is all new to me, man. This is all fucking new to me. Even though they did lose their last game, they just kind of like shit the bed and just kind of were like, whatever. It's kind of more of a schedule loss because it was a back-to-back -back travel and all that stuff. But it didn't bring it so much. 16-14, man. I really do like it, though. I mean, who have they beaten recently? They did lose to the Warriors again by fucking five points. That was annoying about uh, a week ago. Very, very annoying. They did beat the Mavericks, which is good. Beat the T-Wolves, even though they lost the last game to them. Beat the Bulls. Beat the Cavs. Suns. So they had a lot of these were road games, by the way. I think all of them were road games. So they've been on the bouncing around quite a bit recently on the road. And, yeah, they've been doing their thing, man. Doing their thing. Just kind of humming along. I really love De'Aaron Fox. He's been playing amazing. He's uh, he's really stepped into that point guard role, and he's really taking it on. He is setting people up and giving everybody dimes, man. He's just uh, doing doing the most. The shooter's on the, on the outside. Bogdan is, plays a little point guard now. And uh, Buddy Heald out there. Nemanja Bialica. He's done very well in spurts. He's had he's had his off games, but he's done well in spurts. I want to give a big shout-out to Willie Cauley-Stein, who's been everything they need him to be. He's really honed in on his craft and his role, and he's just accepted it, which in the years past, you're not sure if he was there mentally. This year, he seems locked in, and it's just it's a contract year, so I'll, I would like to see him come back, man, because um, defensive anchor, pick and roll, like uh, dive guy, dude he could throw lobs to. The guy runs the court on offense, gets a lot of layups and dunks just because of that, beats his man down the court. He's just more athletic than a lot of centers and uh, a lot of par forwards even. He could switch out and is not on, you know, like if you if he switches out to a wing, he could guard him for like a couple dribbles. That's what you need him. He's not going to guard him one-on-one -on -one the whole game, but if you need him to switch out, he could do that, so... He's got that skill set, man. He's been uh, switching up his hairstyle every two damn weeks, but you know, let's keep it, keep it moving, Willie. Whatever is working, just keep it going, man. Keep it fucking going. Um, do want to wish speedy recovery to Marvin Bagley. He's gonna be out a couple weeks. He got a knee bruise last game, and uh, or two games ago. So I was uh, a little worrisome there. Glad it's just a knee bruise though, and we can keep it moving. So. They play the Thunder tonight, and uh, yeah, NBA is exciting, man. I love, I love it. Oh, LeBron James got squatted by Jared Allen last night. That that shit was was crazy, man. That was crazy. Let's see, NBA standings. Who's doing well? Who's doing well? Let me give it to you. Let's start out in the West. Number one, Nuggets twenty one nine. Warriors twenty one and ten. 
even though they've had injuries. Everyone's talking shit, and they're doing fine. Thunder, 19 and 10. Lakers, 18 and 13. Blazers and Clippers at 17 and 13. Grizzlies at 16 14. Kings at 16 14. So that's the top eight. But then over 500 teams, you just got the Rockets and Mavs at 15 and 14. Spurs at 16 and 15. And then a couple teams below them. Um, the only really stinker team in the in the in the West is the Suns, seven and twenty-four. The second worst team is the Jazz, and they're only fourteen and seventeen. So if they get a hot streak, they can jump up too. That's how damn competitive it is. You just gotta ask to be somewhere in the thick of it, and then figure it out from there. This is crazy. I mean, if you look at the teams that you you might not have expected to be up there that high, I'm thinking Nuggets. I'm thinking the Blazers. I'm thinking the Clippers. I'm thinking the Grizzlies and Sacramento. And Dallas, because you would assume maybe the Rockets, the Spurs, and even the Pelicans, or the Timberwolves would have been higher. And the Jazz made the playoffs last year too, so it's like, it's crazy. It's 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 uh, it's cutthroat as fuck out there in the West. It's it's insane. Like I think like the difference between, like it it's gonna be there's gonna be a ton of teams that are gonna be like three games away from each other, like where a couple bounces here and there, and you you end up like having home court advantage versus. Facing the eight, being an eight seed and facing the Warriors or whoever, so it, it's crazy, man. It's a it's a rough go out there. If you look over here on the Eastern Conference, it's a little bit more top heavy, for sure. Raptors twenty three nine, Bucks twenty and nine, Pacers twenty eleven, Sixers twenty and twelve. As the top four seeds. Um, besides that, we got Celtics at eighteen and eleven, still trying to figure things out. And then it drops off. 14 to 14 for the Pistons, 14 to 15 for the Hornets, 14 to 15 for the Magic. And that's your top eight teams. So you're already in the in the under 500 category from a couple of those bottom teams. And yeah, it just goes down from there pretty much. Um, then it would be Heat, Nets, Wizards, Knicks, Cavs, Hawks, and Bulls. Yeah, it's like the Bulls, Hawks, Cavs, and Suns are just. There, that's like four of your top five lottery picks right there. Probably the Knicks you could throw in there too. And everybody else is trying. <laughs> it looks like everybody else is fucking trying. <laughs> These teams are just they're just not there. At least this season. So yeah, this is this is gonna be interesting. In the East, it seems like yeah, like there's like four or five teams that you know are just there and can compete, and everybody else is like. Mm, We'll see. Raptors, like I said before, I think they're legit. I think the Bucks are legit. Indiana, I don't know. I don't know about Indiana. They play very well together. They're a very hard-nosed team. They do have uh, some good depth, man. They got Sabonis coming off the bench. You got Tariq Evans coming off the bench. Those are very good players. We'll see. We'll see what Oladipo does. We'll see what uh, Collison can do for them. Miles Turner. I think Miles Turner is like the difference maker. How good he plays, it might determine how good the team plays. Because when they put Sabonis in, a lot of times they get better, especially offensively. Because Sabonis got touch, man. He's got post game, and nobody's got post game anymore in the NBA. He's one of the few dudes who still does. Little jump hooks, drop steps, fadeaways, face up jumpers. That's post game. That's post. That's old school. He's got that shit. Both hands too, man. You expect it from being a Sabonis. Just have all the fundamentals down. Big, big, uh, big man footwork and all that stuff. He's got all that. So, uh, we'll, uh, 
keep it uh, move on now we'll go over to the world of uh, football yeah a lot of shit's been going on man first thing i gotta talk about how about boca juniors and river played out in argentina they're playing the copa libertadores uh championship which is like uh it's all the clubs from all the countries in south america they take the top ones and they have a tournament that goes on in the middle of the season where they basically play each other and they eliminate each other right so whoever wins that tournament is technically the best team in Latin or South America that season. So this is like the biggest shit. So it's uh, it's not nations. It's like club teams, right? So Argentina, Brazil, Chile, Peru, all the countries. I mean, Bolivia, uh, Paraguay, Uruguay, all those teams. But the two teams that ended up making it are two teams from the same damn city, man. Buenos Aires. Out there in Argentina. And this is like two teams that are like the biggest rivals in Argentina. Like uh, Boca Juniors, Boca Juniors, and River Plate. And that shit got wild. So they played the first match over in uh, at Boca Juniors. It went all right. They had the second match because they, they play they play at home and home. And the aggregate score is how they uh, determine who wins it. So the second match was supposed to take place at River Plate. But they were having trouble because like people were getting rowdy in front of the stadium, and they were sitting off, uh, you know, fireworks and like uh, streamers and shit like that. People were there's video of like a little baby girl like taping up like, um, you know, fireworks and shit to her like stomach so like they could sneak it into the like people were like going crazy, Rock, bottles were being thrown, rocks were being thrown. Uh, they ended up smashing a window of the bus with the Boca Juniors players. Carlos Tevez was a part of that uh, part of the team. He's back over there in Argentina's his home country, and uh, he was. Uh, and a couple of players got injured, uh, shattered uh, the glass. They got some cuts and injuries, and so they canceled the game that day. There was rumors that they're going to play it, rescheduled it for the next day. Eventually, that didn't happen just because the players were still injured. So then, um, let me see what ended up happening here. They came to the agreement that they were going to do, they were not going to play the game in uh, um, in Argentina, right? So they moved the game all the way to the Santiago Bernabeu, which is all the way in um, Barcelona over in Spain. Uh Freaking crazy. Freaking crazy. Yeah, it was a final violence out outside the stadium. This shit was insane, man. Shit was kind of crazy. Copa Sudamericana. Copa Libertadores. Yeah, it was, it was insane, man. It was pretty insane. It was a super classico. Super classico final, which is crazy. River Plate ended up winning at five to three. Uh yeah, man. Safety concerns, man. They had it all the way. Oh no, Bernabeu was in in Madrid, not in uh Bar Barcelona. I'm thinking of uh, Camp Nou. No, they played it out there in, in Madrid. I was freaking crazy, man. They didn't. Even, they played the championship game for the La uh, South American soccer clubs outside of South America. <laughs> so it's like, Jesus. 
That's how intense it gets, man. People were fucking fighting each other and shit like that. Like, they, those Argentinians are, like, the ones who get the fucking craziest, man, down there. Those fools are just fucking psycho. Man, a lot of them. A lot of them can be. It's just insane. It can be crazy, man. It can be crazy. But, yeah, we've uh, we got a lot of crazy shit, though. I mean, Champions League's going on, man. So, with Champions League, we got the, the knockout stages, finally. Um... Let's see. UCL round of 16. Let's go. <laughs> so, yeah, these are some of the matchups that we're getting here, man. This is uh, this is fun times. Um, so, where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at? <laughs> here we go. Leg one of two, round of 16. This is all going to be happening in February since the, the last round of games happened last weekend. Or last week, I should say. So Roma and Porto are going to be playing each other. Manu and PSG are going to be playing each other. Uh, Tottenham and Dortmund. Ajax and Real Madrid. Lyon and Barcelona. Liverpool and Bayern. Atletico Madrid and Juventus. Schalke and Manchester City. So yeah, man, this is uh, it's exciting times. Uh, some of the matchups to look out for. Liverpool Bayern might be some uh, fireworks there, man. Both teams got uh, real star-studded teams, and can really do it, man. They uh, they really got it. Uh, Juventus and Atletico they could be fun to watch too. And Schalke Man City. Hmm. That should be fun times. Fun, fun times. Yeah, so that's uh, that's what's coming up for you here. Manchester United, how about getting saved by Feilani, man? That dude uh, scored that last second goal there against, uh, who the hell was it? Um, who the hell did y'all play? Oh, against, Inter oh no, that was, was that Champions League? Was that the fucking... Oh, yeah, it was against uh, Young Boys. That was uh, a couple couple matches before. I'm getting my shit all fucked up. Uh, oh, yeah, there was the, the Liverpool match. They had to get a, a victory against Napoli, which was a tough one, man. And that was a stressful, stressful match. I was watching that last week. And they ended up holding on. One to nothing. They had, like, three sitters, though. They fucked up, and... The, the announcers were like, it's okay. They don't necessarily need the second goal. It's like, well, if they got three goals, they're fucking done. It's not believe if they would have got one away goal, Liverpool would have needed to score three to, to jump them or something. It was, it was something like that. The the math was crazy. Anywho, they advanced. Napoli did not advance, and PSG ended up winning the group. Um, so, yeah, that's how they get Man U. So, Bayern-Liverpool, that'll be... Uh, I think that's the the number one matchup in the round of sixteen. Crazy. But speaking of Liverpool, man, they've been uh, back on a little winning stretch, man. They've uh, overtaken Manchester City for the the the, the Premier League. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Premier League standings. Let's see what's the table. What's the table look like? Yeah, man, they got 45. Man City got 44. This is the most points that Liverpool's ever gotten out of 17 games so to start the season. They got 45 points. 
and they're still only up one <laughs> against Man City. That's how much of a fucking beast they've been. Goddamn machines they are. Uh, but yeah, Liverpool a couple weeks ago, they got that uh, win against Manchester United. Just snuck that one out. Um, they got a nice victory last weekend with uh, Zerd and Shakiri coming on, scoring a couple goals. That was good for them. Uh, let's see. Yeah, that Manchester United uh, victory. Yeah, they're able to sneak that one out. Trying to think. Yeah. Oh, Manchester United, they ended up sacking Jose Mourinho yesterday. That's uh, very interesting. So there's a lot of rumor and speculation as to who's going to take over that position, that role. Uh, earlier, a few months ago, Zinedine Zidane was, was linked with it. Now Mauricio Pochettini, Pochettino from uh, Tottenham has been linked to him. All right, back at it. Let's uh, wrap this shit up. Uh, battery on my recorder died, so uh, yeah, we're back. Anyway, yeah, Jose Mourinho, talking about him, he got dumped. Don't know what's going to happen yet with Man U. A lot of different choices there. I personally think probably Pochettino or Zidane are probably the two people I would assume. It's going to be hard to bring out Simeone from Atletico Madrid or the manager um, there at Juventus, Allegri, Max, Maximiliano Allegri. Uh, be hard to pull those two guys away, but I think those two I would probably pack a little bit higher than than uh, uh, Zizou and um, and uh, Pochettino. But yeah, I think other guys would be fine for them. They're looking for something new. Anyway, we'll move over to the fight game or the fight games, I guess. There's some uh, boxing news and some. Uh, MMA news as well, lots of shit actually, but we'll we'll, we'll go over the basics. Um, yeah, I guess in boxing we got to see Tyson Fury Deontay Wilder fight a few weeks back. Heavyweight matchup ended up in a draw, and that shit was like an instant classic already. Like that was insane. It was pretty crazy. Fury was just uh, out boxing uh, Wilder the whole night, and then Wilder connected on like uh, wasn't even a clean hit. Knocked him down in the eighth. He got back up all right. Kept it moving. Kept tagging him, kept jawing at him, kept shaking his tongue and doing all this shit, shimmies and getting out of his range and little jabs, tagging him here, touching him here, there, and there, outboxing him again. And it looked like he was going to cruise to a victory. 12th round comes. Uh, Wilder clocks him with a nice right and floors him, hits him with a left on his way down. And you're like, oh, shit, this is over. Done. Done, done, done. Dude gets up off the mat like the freaking Undertaker and just, like, stands up, takes a standing eight count, and then proceeds to, like, keep landing punches on Wilder the rest of the round. Like, holy shit. He looked like he was dead, man. It looked like he was done. And so they ended up calling it a draw. It was a curious scoring by the judges, but I'm not um, mad at the overall decision because I think it was pretty fair. Fury won most of the fight, but... If you give two 10-8 rounds to uh, to Wilder, then that, depending on how your math is and how many rounds you gave early to, to Wilder versus Fury, then it's like, yeah, you could see it happening, man. So I'm not super mad at that. That means that we're probably we're going to get a rematch. And then it also means that any matchup against uh, Joshua, Anthony Joshua, is going to be delayed a little bit. 
my prediction is that these two dudes will fight next against each other, and then Joshua will be will fight the winner, and then uh, we'll go from there pretty much. But uh, we'll see what the hell happens with that. Um, Vasily Lomachenko the next week fought on ESPN against uh, uh, I think it's Jose Pedraza, and yeah, just put on put on a show, man. That dude Lomachenko is just uh, unreal with his angles and how he gets in and out of. Uh, um, striking range. How he always, he always finds an escape route that's not always the same. Like he'll land a combination and then back up. He'll land a combination, move to the side. He'll land a combination, move to the other side. You know, switches it up, man. He just plays mind games with everybody, and it's pretty damn intense, man. It's pretty crazy, crazy, crazy to see. Um, Lomachenko, man, that dude's a hell of a fighter. Yeah, let's see. Um, yeah, besides that, Tito versus Chuck. Liddell 3 ended up happening. Chuck Liddell should not have stepped in the ring. I know the Golden Boy May event, and I didn't see it or anything. I just saw the highlights, but apparently it was kind of a shit show. I heard other people say it wasn't that bad, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see if Golden Boy steps into dapples in MMA anymore because I was kind of crazy. No way freaking Tito should have, uh, or Chuck should have accepted that fight, man. Tito just destroyed him. Chuck is just two steps too slow, man. He's just, he's got too much damage. and It's unfortunate. Very, very unfortunate. Yeah, I think apparently they said when uh, the UFC got sold to WMEs that uh, Chuck was no longer on any U UFC payroll. So I think he needed to do it for the money. So that's, that's kind of sad to see. But uh, that was... Uh, it's just sad, man. It's, it's not, not what you like. Let's see. We had UFC 231 that happened. Uh, freaking Max Holloway is insane. I'm a big Brian Ortega fan, and I did not see him getting that stomped out, that demolished. He just took a fucking walloping. Glad they ended it right before the fifth uh, round started. Because, oof. Oof, oof, oof. It was bad. He couldn't see out of his uh, his eye. and Oh, man. I want to say it was his left eye. Ortega couldn't see out of. He was just piecing him up, man. Piecing him up. Wasn't putting like 100% of his punches, but he was just tagging him every single round. Every single round, every single round. And stuffed the takedowns very, very well. I was very impressed about that. Ortega was just left without a game plan. He didn't have the... The striking acumen that Holloway does. And it really showed out there, man. So I really hope Ortega gets back in the lab, works on that, and uh, comes back stronger. Holloway, man, just rolled through pretty much everybody at 145. I mean, I don't know who else. Who else is that challenge for him? I think uh, Dana White said he wants it to fight at 55 now, so... See what the case is. There was uh, obviously the biggest thing was coming in was his, his health and his, uh, that concern. You know, following the scare of the previous fight, um, they've had to cancel the fight. You know, when they had it previously scheduled earlier in the year. So good to see him healthy out there getting victories, doing what he does. They also had the UFC on Fox, the last uh, last one that they're gonna do since. Uh, New TV contract coming up with ESPN for 2019. That'll uh, get going in a few weeks now. 
But uh, the last last event that they did, it was Alain Quinta, Kevin Lee. And, man, I Quinta took that victory, man. He's just a hard-nosed fighter. I think Kevin Lee came in a little too cocky in, in himself. And I don't think he, uh, even though he had lost out uh, Quinta before, earlier in his career, he still didn't come with enough, man. He just uh, seemed like he gassed out there. He did have, uh, I don't know, his wrestling was kind of neutralized. Quinta did a great job defensively uh, with his wrestling. And he just brought the punishment, man. Brought the pain and was landing more stuff on Lee. But he could tell his gas and got uh, wobbly in a, f a couple times there. And now Kevin Lee is supposed to be on the up and up, and Al's kind of like, uh, you know, I guess middle of the pack there. But Al's been doing it recently. Got to give that that man his due. If he wins a couple more fights, man, he might be in line for a title shot. Just kind of how things work out in the UFC. Got to get a couple more impressive victories. So we'll see what happens there. I think the biggest uh, story, though, what happened was uh, that Edson Barbosa fight. He fought this dude. Um, the hell was it? Edson Barbosa. He just fought somebody. He just, like, demolished some dude. Dan Hooker. Oh, my God. This Dan Hooker dude was just like a freaking zombie. He just, just took such a walloping, such a beating, so much pain. Barbosa was just landing leg kicks and strikes and just punching him in the face and doing everything. And Oh, my God. It was just so – it looked so painful. Oh, Every time he had landed one of those shots of the body, it was just like, oh, my God. This, this Hooker dude was, would not go down to his, to his credit. He just did not have any offense, though. And he was just uh, not coming forward. And it was just like, you knew at some, it was just, the fight was going to end somehow. And, oh, God. God damn, that dude took a fucking walloping. Mm. Shit was crazy. Shit was fucking crazy. Ugh, God damn. Jesus, I'm still I'm still imagining this dude just r rolling around in pain. It's just like, oh my god, he just wouldn't go down. He went like two two rounds. It was just like, it's just like The Walking Dead. He's like a zombie out there. So that was pretty damn crazy. Pretty damn fucking crazy. Yeah, this will be some uh, upcoming UFC events coming down. Let's see, UFC and scheduling. Oh, I guess another thing too. Uh, Adrian Broner is fighting Manny Pacquiao, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, probably root for Pacquiao in that fight there. I don't know. Broner comes off kind of like he's too much of an asshole. But anywho, oh, 10 days we got UFC, um, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, 232. Oh, yeah. So we'll see, uh, how that goes. That's John Jones, Alex Gustafson, and Chris Cyborg, Amanda Nunes. Nelly. That's going to be some fireworks right there. Motherfucking fireworks. Ooh. Ooh, 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 ooh. Those two fights. That'll be crazy. Oh, yeah, I guess the last UFC also. I want to say Shevchenko dominated Jacek. It's kind of crazy. That was uh, the 
for the 125 belt. So uh, Shevchenko now champion. Good for her. She's a beast. She's crazy. All right. Um, yeah, 1FC. That's kind of the the Japanese, Asian uh, fighting organization that has been picking up a lot of new guys recently. You know, they got Mighty Mouse. They just side stage Northcutt as well, uh, formerly of the UFC. And, yeah, they got a deal with TNT to show their fights with Turner uh, for uh, moving into the future. So hopefully they, they can get better, provide some good uh, good fights out there. And, uh, yeah, if we can just get more good contact, that's, uh, that's always a good thing. You know, more competition is always good. Forces everybody to raise their level up. So um, that's the fight game. And we'll move on here. Talk about some just random headlines. Let's see here. Let's wrap this shit up. Uh, Takashi69 currently locked up in prison, not taking a plea deal, and he's got some issues. Um, they Apparently there was some concern that he might get a retaliatory hit on him because he was apparently talking to some feds, and so that's why they arrested him. Yeah, but it's the feds, man. They, it's, this shit is not looking good. They're going to take their time, put the fucking case against them. And then uh, you know throw the book. That's technically what they do, unless you uh, unless you start dry snitching on fools. And so we'll see what's gonna happen with Takashi, man. You playing with fire, man. You're gonna get burnt. Looking, let's see who's stupid out here. You ain't stupid. I ain't stupid. Stupid. Um, let's see. You got that uh, Christian missionary that was killed by the natives. I think in Colombia or some shit in South America somewhere or India. I think it was India. <laughs> Fucking dumbass. Um, he had already been attacked and like threatened before and still came with that bullshit to that island and got got murdered. I mean, what what the hell do you expect, man? Someone says they're going to do something to you, you're going to challenge it, and then you're going to be upset about that they, they came through on their word. I, that's what I don't get. That's what I don't fucking get. Some people just want to be left alone too, man. Just like, goddamn. There's like uh, some tribes that... A tribe that hadn't, hadn't had outside contact, hates outside contact by anyone. So, um, that shit was crazy. That was in the news for a minute. Everyone's talking shit about that dude or what the fuck was going on. Some people just don't want to be fucking left, uh, messed with, man. Let them be. Alright, moving on. Uh, we got, uh, came out, uh, I think this past week that Trump's, uh, snorting crushed up Adderall, man. He's an Adderall snorter. Apparently used to be. And it's not healthy, dude. That shit's not healthy at all, man. I, I've only taken Adderall like for like um, class-related projects and stuff like that. I think I've done it like once or twice. Once for sure. I don't like that. That shit is not for me. My brain does not work good on that stuff. But to each zone, I've seen other people where this worked incredible for them. But, uh, yeah, Trump snoring up cocaine, uh, snoring up Adderall, that shit kills your sinus, man. That, because, uh, when you crush it up, some people, they don't crush it fine enough, and it, it, like, creates damage inside your, um, your nasal passage. Oh, man, and that hurts. It stinks so hard. That, anytime you snort up, like, a pill or something like that, that shit stinks so hard. Oh, man. Way more than if you did just some, like, cocaine or something like that. That shit just, oh, my God, it is wretched sometimes and 
I guess that could explain some some of his like issues that he's had with his sinuses and just you know, he's always just like uh, you know doing that shit, just uh, on the verge of like sneezing all the time and like a lot of his speeches he, every once in a while he comes up. You know, people were talking about like they think it's his uh, fake teeth or whatever coming undone, which possibly could too, because you like suck it in and you hold them in, you hold your teeth in. Who the hell knows, man? But yeah. Our president's on Adderall and eats hamburgers from McDonald's all the time, so just uh, uh, plays golf as his only form of exercise. So that's uh, yeah, yeah, man, real healthy lifestyle. Let's see here, something else happened this past weekend. Pete Davidson, man, uh, the, the comedian, put out some uh, Instagram post uh, saying that he doesn't want to be living here anymore and. Doing all this stuff, making it sound like he was gonna uh, commit suicide. I was considering it, man. And all because of this uh, whole Ariana Grande shit. And not good. Not good. It's crazy. Yeah, it's like people reaching out to him and telling him, like, what's going on. He still performed on SNL last week, too, which was, like, crazy. It's crazy, man. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. I wonder what's going on with that guy's guy's life, man. Ah, man. Yeah, it seems like he's going through a fucking lot here. He's going through a hell of a nut. Mm. I don't even know what to say here, man. It's like pretty sad. You just uh, apparently you're just getting all this this shit from uh, the uh, the Ariana Grande fans and stuff like that too. Apparently, you're just uh, killing them on it. I don't know. This stuff goes quickly, man. Mm. I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on, man. Everyone's trying to reach out to him and all that shit. And it's just... uh, It's crazy times. Crazy fucking times. Crazy fucking time. So we wish him the best, and I just, you know, hope hopefully he's in a good spot, or better spot. But it's uh, ah, Jesus. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. this shit apparently Michael Rapport he got involved in this whole fucking craziness um yeah it's not good 
Not good. Not good for him. So hope hope all the best for him. Uh, another big thing. Last thing I want to talk about. There's this controversy that kind of happened and kind of came across my Instagram timeline the last few days about uh, Shepard Ferry. And uh, there's this Bo Stanton mural that's going up in Koreatown. And it's a uh, it's very, very touchy subject. Um, let's see. There's a there's been a lot of backlash over this one mural that was created. Um, um, LA USD is gonna have a plan to paint over this mural that was uh, controversial because um, it offended some people here. People considered it hateful in Korea because it's got um, an image of like a woman with. Um, like palm trees in her hair as like part of her hair. But then it's like from that image, it's like emanating like light rays of light, like alternating colors, like orange and blue. So what it reminded a lot of the people is it reminded a lot of people of the imperious Japanese flag, which had like the, the Japanese, like the, the red dot on it. But then it also had like, it was like it represented the sun and it had the, uh, like the, the rays and white and red. And so a lot of people in Korea who um, are still very sensitive to that subject because Japan like enslaved a lot of Koreans and they occupied the Korean Peninsula uh, prior to World War II. So it's uh, there's a lot of people who are like from like Korea itself who live in that area who still have like memories and and um, that's still in the zeitgeist for them. That's still in their conscious of uh you know that what that flag represents and remembers to them so because of where this like uh, painting was located it tends to be very very touchy just because there's a lot of uh, people in that community who are from korea obviously it's called koreatown so there's a lot of people who there's one korea uh, korean artist joe young lee who i follow on instagram who had a very good post about it and uh it was talking about how the fact that um if you're gonna if you're an outsider and you come into somebody else's world and you um you know, present something to them, you have to be wary of how that's going to react to the people who are already there. So you have to be cognizant of that. And so this artist, apparently Bo Stanton, uh, I don't think she uh, apparently understood that 100% completely or is, uh, I guess, trying to downplay that, I guess, at the moment, too. So um, LAUSD, yeah, was, like, uh, considering to whitewash the mural. And then... Um, Apparently, Shepard Ferry stepped in and was defending it, um, saying that, you know, it was like uh, an expression of, uh, of um, you know, this artist and whatever that they were um, intending and that there wasn't had any didn't have any, uh, um, you know, correlation to the imperialist Japanese flag or anything like that. It wasn't supposed to have any connection to it. But um, and that, uh, you know. Uh, and he was saying that he's if you're gonna if there were, if LAUSD was gonna go ahead and paint over the top of that mural, he was saying that they need to do it also the same to the to the Bobby Kennedy the RFK mural that he had done as well too. Um, at uh, in that area, pretty much. Let me read a little bit of this article here. 
LA school district had paused plans to whitewash controversial mural by artist Bo Stan at the RFK Community School Complex in Koreatown after Shepard Ferry threatened to cover up his own nearby mural in solidarity with his fellow artists. Stanton work depicts the late actress Ava Gardner on a backdrop of blue and orange sunrays. It was targeted by Korean American activists who complained that the sunray pattern is similar to that of the Japanese imperial flag, which has become a symbol of the atrocity Japan committed before and during World War II, particularly in China and Korea. In response, the school district's plan announced plans to cover it up. Uh, Stanton had planned to, school, to sue the school district if it was painted over and has already instructed his lawyer to send a letter. His lawyer, my, be, my beepo. Uh, Ferry's mural commemorates the assassination of Bobby Kennedy, shot killed in 68 at the Ambassador Hotel, which stood on the site where the school complex is now located. The artist says he threatened to remove his work in order to stop city officials from censoring that of his colleague. I am proud of that mural, he told Daily Time on Sunday. I'd love for that mural to stay, but this is the only leverage I have. Uh, let's see. Temporarily stopped the whitewashing on Monday. Da -da 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 -da. Will not be taking meeting action. This is the murals of an homage to the Coconut Grove in the nightclub in the 30s. Hollywood hangout that was once located nearby. Um, he says, the leader of the Korean-American activist, Chang Young, Jake Jung, has said he accepts the artist's intentions but still wants the mural to be erased. Unlike the Japanese battle flag, which has 32 equally proportioned rays in red and white emanating from the central red circle, Stanton's mural has 44 different proportioned rays in blue and orange emanating from Gardner's face. As a symbol, the Japanese imperial flag has been compared to the Confederate flag and the Nazi swastika. Uh, yeah, these things happen, and they're part of a terrible history. This mural has nothing to do with that. What he has in his mural is, not, is nothing close to the battle flag. It's not the same color scheme. It's not the same focal element. It is stupid to me. I thought the cooler heads would prevail because of this. It's absurd. Stanton has also won support from prominent allies, including members of the Kennedy family. Da -da -da -da. Yeah, so that was... Um, very his last comments there it's uh yeah very very interesting to hear let's see let's see if we get responses here from uh korean population or korean members here or members of the community as somebody who used to live in that uh that part of town man you gotta like anywhere you live you have to be very cognizant of of uh communities that you're uh um, interacting with gotta have a lot of respect and all that stuff so it's better to be on the easier on the safe side than on the other side hmm 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 yeah man so I, I get it I get I get the argument on both sides if uh hmm like the, the image itself is it looks cool but i understand that if you have that connotation with it it's difficult so like the the nazi swastikas was taken from an indian image and logo and so if um where the, like the, the the edges of the swastikas the little tick marks they went in the opposite direction so if it's uh in this case if it's uh if it's going one way it means one thing if it's going the other way it means something opposite but if you still draw that image out, people will uh, make the association with uh, the Nazis and all that stuff too. So that's just controversial, man. It's it's, uh, it's interesting to, to to hear both sides of the of the spectrum. 
It's interesting to hear people in the art, like a Japanese uh, Korean artist himself, actually talk about it. Um, let me see if uh, Joy Eun Lee is on. Uh, if, I, if there's any uh, news articles for him for his. Uh, let's see. Yeah, because that that just it struck me, and then I saw Shepherd's Fairies posts about it, and kind of going back and forth. Joseph Lee, see here. Let's see. Hmm. Let's see. All right, you know, this is a horrible fucking uh, podcast. And we'll just end it like that. I would uh, advise people to go take a look on their own. Since I can't fucking find that shit now that I'm trying to look for it. Because that's what always fucking happens. Let's see. Yeah. Joseph Leart. Yeah. At Joey Unlee. U-N-L-E-E. Yeah, he had a pretty interesting post about it recently. Um, I like some of the murals he's done. He's cool. Cool dude artist I don't know did he take it down did he take the post down yeah I think he might have taken the post down uh yeah I think so regardless it was uh it was interesting to hear it um I think we have some mutual friends uh, from the looks of it Yeah, man. Anyway, anywho, we'll wrap this shit up. It's uh, it's been nice touching back with you guys. I'm gonna start doing this more consistently because I just need to get my head right and get back into uh, um, uh, what you called. Back into the swing of things. Back into the swing of things. So, uh, yep. That's it. It's uh, December 19th. It's been episode... Uh, what is this? Episode number 43? Yes, 43. Alright, signing off. Hasta luego. Peace.